Welcome to Guided Way Ministries with Pastor Alan Rogers. In a fast-growing cold world, this message offers you the bread of life and an opportunity to drink from the fountain of living water. In this message, you will hear only the truth, and if you do not want to listen to it, turn it off. If you are hungry for revelation in the Word of God, if you hunger and thirst after righteousness, if you are looking to be spiritually uplifted, be willing to listen, and listen with all your attention. For what you will hear in this message is not carnal, but spiritual. We hope you are blessed, edified, and fully rejuvenated in your spirit to continue with everyday life. Well, peace be unto you all. I thank God for blessing us to be in the land of the living one more time. God has truly been good to us, and let us see another day. We were here on Friday, and everybody was talking a lot of what just confirmed this lesson today. And I praise God for that. It's an honor to hear what God has been telling each and every one of us. Today, the title of this lesson is Jesus Said He Loves You. And we will be reading out of Isaiah. I'll read this one, Isaiah 62, 1 through 9. Then we're going to be in Zephaniah 3, 18 through 20. Matthew 10, 1. Matthew 6, 22. Psalms 103, 12. 1 Peter 2, 9. Revelations 1, 5 through 6. And John 15, 13 through 16. And Song of Solomon 4, 9. Let us pray. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for another day. Thank you, my God, for waking us up this morning in our right mind. Thank you, my Father, for all that you have done for us throughout the week. My God, bless us to listen to this message that you have for us, my God. Don't let me say anything that I'm not supposed to say, but bless everything to be spiritual, my God, and that comes from you, O Lord God. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. So as they were talking on Friday, one was talking about watch what kind of seeds you sow. And you wouldn't say certain things in front of certain people. So we should always watch our vocabulary. And out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Another one was talking about look as if you're going to reap what you sow today instead of later. And it'll make you watch what kind of seeds you're going to plant. Another one was talking about that God tells us what to do, what not to do, where to go, where not to go, not because he hates us, but because he loves us and wants to direct us in the right place. God has a place for us, but in order for us to get to that place, there's some steps that need to be done, some places we can't go, some things that we can't say when we are on our way to the place that God has prepared for us. Sometimes it can seem like God is a little bit strict, but he's not strict in a negative way. He's only strict to get us to that place that we need to be, to prepare us for every battle and situation that we're going to go through. So it feels a little strict sometimes, but it's not. When we have a child and we see this child's potential, we are more hard on that child when they're not doing their potential than what they could be doing. So we are on them, we pressure them, we push them so that they can reach their highest potential. And that's what Jesus does to us. He pushes us, he he guides us, he tells us where we can and we cannot go for our own good. There was another one that talked on Friday that said it is more blessed to give than it is to receive. So when we give to God, 
whether it be our tithes, whether it be our offerings, whether it be our time that we use to play music or to sing or to clean the church or to preach to somebody or to meditate, read, whatever it is that we do when we do it, for the honor of the Lord, it is more blessed to give than to receive. That's when the blessings begin to come out. But another thing, what do parents do to their children? When their children are good, they reward them. They praise them. They give them gratitude. They tell them how proud they are of them, how good they did, how happy that it makes us. And when our children are obedient and they do what they're supposed to do, we praise them. We lift them up. We have so much gratitude when our children do that. So Jesus today, I was praying last week after Sunday, Lord, what do I tell them? And God put it on my heart, remind them how much I love them. Not only do I tell them don't go here and don't do this and stay away from that and don't be with these people, but I want you to remind them how much I love them and how happy I am from the progress that they are doing. God is pleased with each and every one of us. He is happy with what we are doing. It makes him excited when we read the Bible. It makes him excited when we study his word. It makes him excited how we come together and we are in unity. Jesus is well pleased and he wants you to know that not only is he happy, but he loves you. And not only did he want me to tell you that he loves you, but he wanted me to show you in scripture more in depth of how much he really does love you. We're going to go to Isaiah 62. In Isaiah chapter 62, verse 1, it says, For Zion's sake will I not hold my peace, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not rest, until the righteousness thereof go forth as brightness, and the salvation thereof as a lamp that burneth. And the Gentiles shall see thy righteousness, and all kings thy glory, and thou shalt be called in my new name, which the mouth of the Lord shall name. And thou shalt also be a crown of glory in the land of the Lord, and a royal diadem in the land of thy God. He said, I'm not going to wait. I'm going to begin to exalt you because of what you are doing, because of your faithfulness, not because we are good, but because of our faithfulness, because we try and we love the Lord and we want to do that which is right. He says, I'm not going to wait. I'm going to make these things happen now. I'm going to do it until your righteousness begins to shine. Not the righteousness of man, but the righteousness of God. When we do the righteousness of God, he says, I'm going to make it shine. And I'm not going to wait. We're going to go to Zephaniah 3.18 through 20. I will gather them that are sorrowful for the solemn assembly who are of thee, to whom the reproach of it was a burden. Behold, at that time I will undo all that afflict thee, and I will save her that halted, and gather her that was driven out. And I will get them praise and fame in every land where they have been put to shame. And that time will I bring you again, even in the time that I gather you. For I will make you a name and a praise among all people of the earth. When I turn back your captivity before your eyes, saith the Lord. See what God is saying because of what you guys have done. Because of the honor that we give God. Because of the dedication that we are doing and he sees our trying he sees when we try to be obedient he's saying i'm going to give you 
fame in the land where you were put to shame. And when he said that he opened my eyes to something in the land is not really technically speaking of Klamath Falls, Oregon. The land that he's talking about is more of the hearts of the people that have despised us based on what they said we did. So when the devil caused us to be a drunkard and those people despised us saying they are drunk, they are drunkards, they won't amount to nothing. God is going to bring you shame in the same hearts that saw you struggling are the same hearts that are going to see you blessed. The same hearts that denied you and didn't want to be around you because of your past are the same hearts that are going to see God working in your life. The same land that despised you is the same land that God's going to get you fame in. Those same people that said they won't amount to nothing, why do they even go to church? God is not real. Is the same people that are going to see you highly blessed and favored of God. That same land you're going to get fame in because you keep on holding on. Don't stop doing what you're doing. Don't stop praying. Don't stop reading. God is watching everything that you do. And he is pleased with what we are doing. So he says, I'm going to bring you fame in the land where you were put to shame. When the devil thought he had you, God's going to let him know you don't got him. When the devil thought he had you down and out, God's going to let him know you don't have him down and out. You don't have my child. You don't have my servant. I got them. The same devil that trampled over the goods that God gave you. The same devil that came to steal, to kill, and to destroy is the same one that's going to see God blessing your life. If you keep holding on. That same land you were brought to shame is the same land that you're going to be famous in. The devil is going to know that you are one of God's children and that you are highly favored in the sight of God. We're going to verse 4, 62 verse 4. And thou shalt no more be termed forsaken, neither shall thy land any more be termed desolate. But thou shalt be called Hephzibah and thy land Beulah. For the Lord delighteth in thee and thy land shall be merry that word that i can't pronounce that good that means my delight is in her that means god's delight is in your heart when he receives what's in there as you were talking about out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks when god sees obedience in our hearts his delight is there he delights in us when he sees our obedience when he sees our perseverance when he sees our desire to do his will his delight is in our hearts don't stop don't stop. Beulah means to exercise dominion over. He has given us the dominion and the power over everything that has bothered us in the past. Everything that we fell victim to, God is giving us the power and the dominion over it so we don't fall for it again. He's giving us the power over every unclean thing that we have ever encountered when we stay with him, we're going to Matthew 10, 1. And when he had called unto him his twelve disciples, he gave them power against unclean spirits, to cast them out, and to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. That's the kind of power and dominion that God has given us when we stay in his will. 
Power over all unclean spirits to cast them out. Power over all sickness and diseases among the people. He has given us that kind of power when he sees your perseverance because God is saying to you today, I am pleased with what I see. Let us not stop. Let us continue to do what we are doing. Just like God is ready to correct us. Just like God is ready to chasten us. Just like God is ready to tell us and rebuke us. Don't do this. Don't do that. He also is ready to say, I am pleased with what you're doing. I am satisfied when I see you praying. I am, I am so happy to see you doing what I told you to do. God's got you. He is highly delighted in us when we do his work. Verse 5 says, For as a young man marrieth a virgin, so shall thy sons marry thee. And as the bridegroom rejoices over the bride, so shall thy God rejoice over thee. God is rejoicing over each and every one of you when you do his will. It makes him so excited to see you doing his will. And he said he will rejoice over you. And when God rejoices over us, nothing bad can ever possibly happen. Because though the devil tries to fight and though the devil gets so angry and tries to set up a stumbling block, when God delights in you, he'll move it. He'll show it to you before it gets there. He'll give you the strength to climb over or he'll give you the power to go through or he'll even give you another way around it. The devil can't stop you when God delights in you. Verse 6. I have set watchmen upon thy walls, O Jerusalem, which shall never hold their peace day nor night. Ye that make mention of the Lord, keep not silence. Don't stop. Don't be quiet. God has already sent watchmen. He already sent his angels to be upon the walls of our city to cry out for us night and day to warn us when there's danger, to warn us in every situation. He has already set those in emotion. All we got to do is listen and pay attention. Why? Because God delights in what we are doing. Verse 7 says, And give him no rest till he established until he make Jerusalem a praise in Israel. Those watchmen are not going to stop crying out for us until God makes us a praise in the new Jerusalem. They're not going to stop. The only time they will stop is if you stop. If you quit, they'll quit. If you don't quit, they won't. They will cry out to God for us until the day that God makes us shine. He makes us a praise. Verse 8 says, The Lord has sworn by his right hand and by the arm of his strength surely i will no more give thy corn to be meat for thine enemies and the sons of a stranger shall not drink thy wine for the which thou hast labored corn means blessings and increase he's not going to give your blessings to somebody else there's a lot of times when you go to work and it happened to me not too long ago when i went to work and i worked hard and i got my check and i was almost 400 dollars short he also gave me another job that replaced that and and i didn't lack anything but it was a good eye opener that if the lord does not protect your increase you won't get it if God doesn't bless you to hold on to what you say that you worked for, 
you won't get it. It is because of God that we have the power to obtain wealth. So he's telling us today that I'm not going to give somebody else what you labored for. When you labor for God from this day forward, you will be able to enjoy the fruits of your own labor. He's not giving it to nobody else. It is yours as long as you stay in the will of God. Wine. Wine is the new wine. It's a new sweet and a fresh start that God has for you. If you continue to do what you are doing, he said, behold, I make all things new. Everything is going to be fresh for you. Nobody is going to get your increase. Nobody is going to be able to enjoy what God has given you. You will enjoy what God gave you. You will enjoy the fruit of your lips. You will enjoy the work of your hands. You will enjoy your increase. You will enjoy your, your happiness. Everything that you have, you will be able to enjoy. From this day forward, if you continue in the love of God, if you continue to be obedient, we're going to go to Song of Solomon 4.9. This is how much God loves you. This is how much God loves us. Song of Solomon 4.9. Thou hast ravished my heart, my sister, my spouse. Thou hast ravished my heart with one of thine eyes, with one chain of thy neck. And then we're going to Matthew 6, 22. We're going to see what an eye means. The light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eyes be single, the whole body shall be full of light. The word single means simple. The word simple means enlightened by God, able to understand, receptive of correction. When God sees this in you, when he sees this light shine, he says, let your light so shine before men that they will see your good works and glorify your father, which is in heaven. When God sees this light, it ravishes his heart so much until it's the Bible says in another place that he is sick in love with each and every one of us that does his will. Sick does not mean ill. Sick means weak. Not weak as in powerless, but weak as in, I won't even remember what they did. All the bad they did to me, I'm going to overlook it. I'm going to throw it away. I'm going to cast it into the sea and I won't remember it no more. Because that's how much love God has for each and every one of us that he doesn't even want to remember what we did wrong. So when the devil comes to you and reminds you, you can remind him. God loves me so much he don't even remember what I did. You can remind the devil when he tries to remind you. Because that's how much happiness God gets in his heart. He says, I am ravished when I see your one, one of your eyes. When I see one act of obedience, I am ravished. When I see one act of love, I'm ravished. I'm taken back. When I see you do what I tell you to do, I can't help myself. I forget everything. It's all about me and you. How much greater love can we have? Don't stop doing what you're doing. Saints, God is pleased with what we are doing. Don't stop. Don't stop doing what we're doing. God is a, is, is a, is a God that, that never fails. He's a God that doesn't lie. He's a God that doesn't cover up anything. But guess what? He will cover up your fault when he sees that act of kindness in your heart. He's quick to cover that. The Bible says love covers a multitude of sins. God is quick. He is love. And he's quick to cover it up. He's quick to bury it. 
when he sees that act of kindness, that good act of obedience. God loves us so much. But Lamentations 3, 22-27. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed, because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, saith my soul. Therefore I will hope in him. The Lord is good unto them that wait for him, to the soul that seeketh him. It is good that a man should both hope and quietly wait for the salvation of the Lord. It is good for a man that he bear the yoke of in his youth. See, God loves us so much that every single morning he gives us a brand new start. His mercies are brand new. His compassion is brand new every single morning. Not a day goes by that we don't have a new start because he loves us that much. He forgets that yesterday and today's a new day. Don't do it again. That's how much he loves us. There's a lot of us that hold grudges way longer than that. Somebody does us wrong and we won't forget years down the road we have not forgotten what they did. But that's not how God is. Every single morning we get a new chance how much he loves us. We get a brand new chance every single morning. God loves us so much that he wants us all to himself. We're going to 1 Peter 2.9. But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood and holy nation, a peculiar people that ye should chew forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. He, he no longer looks at us as just his creation, as, as people. He looks at us as a royal priesthood. He has made us kings and priests unto God. He has chosen us, a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. He doesn't look at us as just a nobody. He looks at us like we are somebody so important to him. That's how much he loves us. We are his chosen generation we are his royal priesthood that's how much he loves us he wants us to be in unity with him at all times revelations 1 5 through 6 and from jesus christ who was the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead and the prince of the kings of the earth unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood and hath made us kings and priests unto God and his Father, to him to be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. When we were dead in our sins, when we were wallowing in our filth, Jesus washed us with his own precious blood. He bought us with his own precious blood. That's how much we are loved. That he bought us. He paid for us. He washed us clean with his own precious blood. That's how much we are loved. And then made us kings and priests unto God. He moved us from just filth to righteousness, from nothing to a royal generation of how much he loves us. Don't stop. But God also wants to tell you today in John 15, 13 through 16. Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. Ye are my friends if you do whatsoever I command you. Henceforth I call you not servants, for the servant knoweth not what his Lord doeth. But I have called you friends, for all things that I have heard of my Father I have made known unto you. Ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you, and ordained you, that ye should go and bring forth fruit, and that your fruit should remain, that whatsoever ye shall ask of the Father in my name, 
he may give it to you. See, Jesus has chosen us. We didn't choose him. He loved us, and therefore we love him because he first loved us. He chose us. We didn't choose him. He does not even call us servants anymore. Although we are servants of the Most High God, He doesn't even call us servants. He calls us His friend. The Bible said that it is not written in any secret interpretation because Jesus wants us to know everything. We're not just His servants. We are His friends if we do whatever He says. We are His friends. We are more to him than a servant. We are more to him than just people. We are his friends. A royal priesthood. A chosen generation. It makes me excited that we are not just a nobody. We are somebody in the sight of God. We are his creation. And no matter what we did, he don't even remember that. No matter how bad we were, he done washed us and made us clean. Don't let the devil run around and tell you all day that, that you're not nothing. Remind you of your past. Don't let him do all of that. Jesus did away with all that. We are new. We are highly loved. We are adopted in the royal family. We are of the beloved generation. We don't have nothing holding us back but ourselves. But God wants to let you guys know today. He loves you and he wants to send all of you out and tell you go and bring forth fruit whatever you do from to this day forward let it be done for the honor and the glory of god and bring forth fruit let your trees blossom let everything that you do be for the honor and the glory of god don't let anything that you do from this day forward be out of selfishness Make sure that from this day on, you let that fruit grow. You let it bring forth abundantly, even a hundredfold. Don't settle for anything less. Don't settle for nothing less. Bring God forth fruit and eat of the work of your hands. Eat of the fruit of your lips. Eat what God has given you. Be blessed. Be lifted up. Not in pride, but in the will and the power of God. Let God continue to do what he already started. Let him finish. And may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. The word of God that you have heard and received with an open heart. To live it out actively with all of your being will yield you a bountiful return. Thank you for listening to this message as I hope it has been a blessing to you. Our goal is to show you the path of life and an opportunity of a lifetime. It is Christ's love and support that makes this opportunity possible. Please visit Guided Way Ministries online for more products, partnership, or to join. Visit us on Anchor to become a listener supporter. May God bless you, may He keep you, may He shine His face always upon you, and may He forever keep you in peace.